another episode Behind the Vinyl with Darren and Nicholas. Already we're back, another edition of Behind the Vinyl, uh, Nicholas, and um, we're joined by Zetro from uh, Exodus. Hey, what's up guys? How you doing? Good Welcome. to be here with you. Great to have Good. you here, man. Welcome. So we kind of throw it over to you to pick an album, and um, you chose Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin Four. Absolutely, the uh, the untitled, the yeah, legendary the untitled record. Absolutely, the symbols. The symbols. I call it Four just because it came Four, but it just was. I think it was just Led Zeppelin, right? I think it was Led or Zeppelin. Did they call it Four? No, they called it no, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It was just Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. There was there was uh, Led Zeppelin, and then Led Zeppelin Two, and then yes. Led Zeppelin Three, yeah. and then. Yep. Four, but yeah. four was the one. I mean, I obviously I loved them all, but that was the one that got me. Um, Can we go? I, I think that if you were a vampire and you were being turned, that's where I was bitten and turned. <laughs> gotcha. Pretty pretty ballsy effort because Led Zepp three was a little bit. Um, I think it was a great record. I do too, but, I, but I, it, yeah, knowing what, the history of the band, they were like, "What is this?" bluesy sounding yep. you know songs that have um, I guess uh, you know there was a, there was stuff down there that I felt that um, Robert they were like James Brown songs there was a couple of them that felt very you know um, progressive like that but I love Zeppelin 3 you know? yeah, yeah but it opens up very heavily yeah yeah the immigrant song opens up so it's it's it opens up really heavy but I think to me, and again, I, I, the story is, and I was, we were talking about this earlier, is I, my father was a biker in the 60s and 70s, you know, well, his whole life until he died, but in the 60s and 70s when he was young, he built Harleys in our garage at our house in uh, California, and, um, you know, there was always the AM radios, like I was telling Darren earlier, you know, the song would start and the guy's talking over the song. All right, this is the number one. (laughs) And right before the end, that was that, and he's on, and it's the top 40. On FM radio, they didn't talk over the songs. Right. And the mentality was, wow, wow, wow. It was more like, all right. um, We got uh, Pink Floyd coming up next. And then after that, a little bit of Zeppelin. It was like more, more (laughs) subdued. more laid back. Subdued, but the music was so much more heavier to yeah. me and so my my father listened to you know it was zeppelin and the allman brothers and, and black sabbath and alice cooper anything that had like an edge to it Jimi hendrix and so um i remember i went out to the garage and uh, the radio station was called k-san the jive 95 95 on your dial and it's like and it, i think it's like a country station or something now right and, oh yeehaw <laughs> and um but it was the only station that played at that time FM because FM was not big in the early 70s AM radio ruled the right, yeah. Brothers Michael Jackson 5 that was the big thing especially in the states yeah you know it wasn't probably until the late 70s or 80s where FM radio became like you know people were like wow FM they play you know these cuts and they don't talk over the cuts when they start or they finish they wait till they're done and so I, it was early and I was listening I was out there he was tinkering with his fucking motorcycle and I heard Stairway to Heaven. And when he gets to the end of the song, where it really starts to move, and he gets to the part, and as we want, and as we want, I never heard a vocal tone like that in my life. Again, I've, I've been exposed to so many, you know, of the AM. I'm eight years old. Yeah. I'm listening to the Osmond Brothers, the Jackson 5, the DeFranco family, because that's what every other kid in school is listening to yeah. when you're little kids. I mean, we're little kids. Who listens to music at eight? Yeah. We did, though. 
You know, we knew what was on the radio. I think, you know, the kids there grew up. Chuck and I, Chuck, Billy and I grew up in the same city. Of course you did, yeah. So we kind of had the same um, uh, tutelage, I guess you would look at it, if if you were to say that, with with, uh, music. We were all very ahead of our time. I think in our town anyway, you know. So um, uh, I, I, uh, I, I took from that, like, I'm... I like the heavier stuff. So when I heard that point, and then Jimmy playing the lead guitar, which I did not know was called lead guitar, you know, it was like, uh, I was like, play that heavy part, and, and then people would always play the chord part. Well, no, the part that goes, <laughs> and then, oh, the lead part, yeah, oh, I can't play that lead, but nobody could. And so when I heard that, and the guitar tone that was there as well, it was just like, um, something completely grabbed me. So then, from the time I was eight till probably 14, 15, 16, I would fight Zeppelin too. They're the best band in the world. Zeppelin is the best band in okay. the world. And then um, they released, you know, Houses of the Holy. And then they released Physical Graffiti. And then to me, my favorite record is Presence. Presence A lot right, of people yeah. don't think so, no. but I love Presence. Mm. My favorite song, Ed Zeppelin's song, is Achilles' Last Stand. Oh, okay. I mean, that song has got everything. And I got goosebumps under this thing right now talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Because Bonzo is Bonzo in that song. The cymbal combinations he mm. does in that song, he just comes out of nowhere, are just really crazy. So... They were like, I would be like, you know, Eddie was, I remember when Eddie Van Halen came in, oh, Van Halen, I'm like, Jimmy Page is the best guitar player. And then I was exposed to um, um, Rush and Getty Lee had this same, especially the early Rush, had that same type of really high yeah. pinchy scream like you just stepped on a rodent, you know, and it screamed. And, <laughs> and I loved it. People hated it. I thought it was a 2112 to me. The vocal, when he gets up high in that, that's, to me, that's golden. Uh, towards the end of Rush's career, he moved away from that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I didn't necessarily... You know, care for that, and I, I was like, go back to seeing in my spirits alone, and he just get those really, really high voice. I that's what I liked about that, and and Plant as well. Plant doesn't sing in that high register anymore. No, you know, and I, but that was what caught my eye, and so every track on that album, like I was telling Darren earlier, um, my eighth birthday, my dad took me to the record factory and bought it on eight track. Remember eight track tapes. And I can't remember, I think it was Misty Mountain Hop. In between one of songs, it changes tracks. So all of a sudden it just fades out and then it goes. <laughs> and then 10 seconds of the song that was, pri- it would replay yeah, and then yeah. finish the song. And I listened to that album over and over again until, I mean, and then the song remains the same came out. And I was like, wow, they played these songs so much better live because. The, the the guitar work is just so amazing. The leads he does in Dazed and Confused at the end and Whole Lot of Love is just ab- I mean, I just love the performance. I must have went and saw the movie by the time I was 19, probably 40 times on Midnight Movie. You know, because again, there was no VCRs, there was no right. internet. If you wanted to see your favorite band, you had to buy tickets when they came on yep. tour or oh, go sure. to the movie. That's why a lot of people, a lot of us, 
especially I'm an ACDC fan, obviously, and I, I used to go see Let There Be Rocks the same way because I never got tired of watching the concert footage. You right, know? right. So it, 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 you know, that was kind of how we were isolated. I remember when the Ramones came around once a year. You want to go see the Ramones? You can't pull up no video or see none, especially a punk band. You got to go see the Ramones, yeah, you yeah. know? So, you know, it was one of those things that um, you had now. It's different. I can pull videos off from my show last night, hundreds of them off there. Dude, you, know? you can watch video as the show as is the going show's on. happening, yeah. exactly. <laughs> People are live streaming it. So, yeah. you know, I guess it's a whole nother world now and then a whole nother outlet for those to be able to, um, um, you know, it's a great form to be able to show your music. And, yeah. and, and if you're not really on the map, you could put yourself on the map by that. We didn't have the outlet of that. No. It was all, it was all done. Like, you know, by digging up the hill, you know, sure. pounding the pavement, uh, flyers on the wall, sending tapes to a million people. You know what I mean? Letting everybody hear you so that it creates that. It's not necessarily that difficult to get it heard. Unfortunately, everybody's trying to do it now, yeah, yeah. and it's just gotten that much more. So the competition is high. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying the stairway to heaven. When she gets there, she knows if the stores are all closed with a word. She can get what she can
I'm thinking a song like Stairway to Heaven. Yep. Do you remember ever hearing um, Spirits, Taurus, and not thinking? Not back Whoa. then. Not back no. then. No. But I was exposed to it um, later on. Yeah. And, I mean, every band borrows from sure. every other band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or it, it's a, nobody has reinvented the wheel here. No. They've just learned how to reconstitute it yeah. to serve them. Do you understand? And it's so it's like um, nothing that Exodus is doing is any different from any other metal bands. It's the mentality and the approach that makes yeah. everything. You know, it's the tone. It's the it's the attack. Yeah, there's so much, and that's what separates bands. I think. So, although, how can you fault Led Zeppelin? This this album alone, you know, has got Black Dog, Rock and Roll, Battle of Evermore, yep. Stairway to Heaven. Yep. You know, which Going okay, the plagiarism thing. You yep. know, uh, Misty Mountaintop, uh, Four Sticks, Going to California. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when the levee breaks. Yeah. Like it's a hit. They're all hits. Yeah. All, it's Every it's phenomenal. Song. Exactly. It's a hit. But so. also like a song like the Battle of Evermore, which features Sandy Denny. Was Sandy Denny someone you you found out about, or, or did you check Late. her out back then? Or no, what? I didn't know till later. All oh, right, because yeah. I was not. I, I always wondered what the name was, but how do you research that when you're ten know, years old? I know, there was I know, no I know, internet. No, was no exactly. Stuff. So you read that. You know, me to buying a uh, music when I was a kid. You bought the vinyl. You went home. You put it on your turntable, then you laid on your bed. You fucking read every goddamn <laughs> exactly, line note on yeah. there, and you listened to every single song. You didn't go out. I like these two songs and the only ones I play. Yeah. When I put it on, it went, and then I turned it over, and it went the yep. whole, whole ten yards. I wanted to hear everything. Battle Forevermore is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. You know, and it's not really a heavy song, but it is. You know, it so is. Yeah. You know, and and, the, and it's. I think it's the approach and the attack and, and just everything to it. You know, we I have, was mystified by them. I yeah. do this because once I saw them, I was like, you know them and especially when I when I was exposed to ACDC and I saw ACDC when I was 15 right before Bond died I saw him three times and I was like oh this is what I want to do right there can I be that so <laughs> I kind of tried to model my voice after Bond Scott so as much as I worship plant I couldn't get that <laughs> right I could, I could do it a little bit now but I don't think consistently it just seemed easier to, to, to be able to go meow, meow, meow. you can get that growl like Bon had yeah. so I mean I would have picked an ACDC people and I'm sure uh, album and I'm sure people are going Zetra didn't pick an ACDC one but we were talking about how it, how the vamp you, you asked me Darren what turned me right, yeah. <laughs> where, where did I get bit that, that's where I got bit so you know after that I was sucking blood from every other thing that was going on but I got bit at Zeppelin 4 love it <laughs>
So you, you saw them? Yes. Excellent. Once? J- just once? 77. They played Day on the Green. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, Day yeah, on the Green, yeah, of course. Yeah. It was one of the last shows, and they were actually awful on both days. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they were? Okay. Yeah, it was the, you see a lot of um, pictures from that. Yeah, uh, who's just do it better. Yeah, yes. is that the one where he's that, got the dove in his hand? Yeah, I don't know if it's the, and, Well, yeah, doesn't the dove come like, exactly, it comes right up to him? Yeah. yeah. They did two days. I'm not sure I was at that yeah. day. But there was trouble with Bill Graham uh, security yes. because of Peter Grant, and they, you know, they were, they were removing Zeppelin posters down from the right. venue. Yeah. Right. And Bill Graham's take was, I made those posters and I put them up. You don't, 
I don't know who you are and I don't care whose son you are. You don't right. come into my house and take shit off my walls. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how that, that went out. Yeah. And um, that was 77. And then his son died soon after that. And, uh, and um, then they went to do In Through the Outdoor and they yeah. never made it to the United States. Right, for right, right. They only yeah. did the, I did have a bootleg of a CD from the very last show they played in Europe. I don't know what happened to it. But, I mean, he was like, oh, this is the last time, and we're going to go over there. He's talking about Then we got to go over to the States. Oh, yeah, that's so, the that's Berlin, I think. Yeah, I think, I think right. Berlin is the last right. show. Yeah, yeah. it's Berlin. Yeah. I believe you're yeah. right. Yep. I believe you're right. And he's like, we want to thank the road crew. And I, <laughs> you know, and I, I had that uh, bootleg disc, and it was gold. People were like, I go, I have Zeppelin's last show on CD. Right, yeah, yeah. And then I'm... I've been divorced and things happen and you move 10 times and I don't know what happened to this thing. So yeah. there's stuff that I wish I, I, I had that I don't have anymore. But know? those shows you said they were awful, but I mean, now do you look back at them as, you know, it's still historic shows. Well, they're historic, but I mean, this is your, your take is like, that doesn't sound like the record. Yeah. Why are they not? Why is he not playing the lead that he played on the record? You know yeah. what I mean? It's, well, it's just kind of how it was. Yeah. Jim, Jimmy Page is a fucking master. He's yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's yeah. a genius. Yeah, but he's also equally sloppy. Right. He's he's not your your Steve Vai. He's not right. these really intricate. He doesn't have Malmsteen precision. No, he doesn't have Malmsteen. And I don't want he, that from my Jimmy Page. He's got the groove and he's the, got and the, the, the. He's got a a bluesy attack. With the really heavy, I mean, think about his guitar work in the early stuff. There was nobody doing that. No. no. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, Iomi had his own thing going because of, you know, how they approached Black Sabbath. Yeah. Approach, but Le, uh, Led Zeppelin was not doom like that. No. You know, but still, to me, they were even at that time, I felt they were he the heaviest band. They were heavy metal. They yeah, were the, yeah. I mean, you know, the stage, I mean, come on, there was no stage show, man. No. It was even a fucking backdrop. Yeah. One amp, drum kit, bass, and a keyboard. And, and then, and, and that's how I say it. I mean, you know, bands bring production with them now and smoke and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Exodus, we never have. Our take is, is <laughs> we got songs and performance. We yeah, don't need yeah. all that other bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, way to go. And more, and more uh, power to everyone who does. Sure. That's just not our, on no. our, on our, on our schedule. No. It just doesn't work for us like that.
remember Black Dog. The first time I heard Black Dog, I think Black Dog was the first Zeppelin song I heard, probably early 90s. And mm. I remember thinking it was so heavy. Mm. Well, I mean, and think about, and I believe that opens the record. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, does. Yep. it does. And so, hey, mama said the way you move, don't make you. Who got that tone? No. There yeah. was no singers doing that. No. So to me, it was, um, it was, you know, it was, you know, something new, fresh. Yeah. And it's, I think if you look at life as you're destined to do something, I think that that was what made me destined to do this. Right. Because why did that catch my eye? Why was I so intrigued or enamored yeah. by how that sound affected me? Yeah. And because it was such at an early age, by the time I was um, fuck, old enough to, you know, 13, 14, I, I, I knew what I was. I knew what I, I knew how music affected my life yeah. and, and how I looked at it and how I, you know, appreciated it and accepted it, you know, so it's just, um, I, I call that the, it's definitely all the little pieces that have put together, but that was the very first piece and had that piece not been there, I don't know if I would be that, uh, schooled you know what yeah, I mean because yeah, yeah. I, I bought everything I listened to everything I wanted to know everything about the bands I used to go to fucking um, like I I remember meeting the Iron Maiden crew and I knew all of the crew members yep. because I bought the tour book <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know and I'm like hey you're Bill Barclay you do too so who the hell are you I'm like yeah. I'm Steve Susan from Exodus but I know this because I was a fan before I'd, I was ever doing this, and yeah. I bought all the tour books, and I read them and memorized them. I know who Dave Lights was. I know yeah, who, they, yeah. who their crew guys were. That's yeah. how I was so into it yeah. that I wanted to know everything about it, because then at one point, Maiden turned into my favorite band from yeah. probably 80, 81 till... I mean, favorite band, and then I, I became a musician, and I was like, I'm not really... I don't necessarily have one band that I worship, although I still I listen to Maiden every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. There's certain bands. I, I'm in the gym eight days, uh, six days a week for an hour and a half, two hours, so I consume that stuff over and over again. Never. I was listening. I've been in a crocus kick lately. Yeah. Oh right. Crocus for like two weeks straight. Tonight, Long Sticks goes deep. Tonight, <laughs> Long Sticks. That's my favorite crocus song. Yeah, it's a good one. It's an awesome. Yeah. And his, his vocal approach, too, was another one. I was like, God, this guy nailed. Mark Storacci yeah. is just, God, yeah. he's so good. And uh, I just, I love his tone. Yeah. It's his tone and his attack. So between him and Udo and Bon, I tried to, I'm, I'm the only thrash guy out of those four. <laughs> yeah. Three anyway. So if I just do their voice in a thrash band, nobody will ever figure me out, you know? So love I kind it. of, that's why I did it that way, actually. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, you know, because how many people have picked up on it and said, you're the thrash metal Bon Scott. It's like, well, thank you, because that's exactly what I went for. That's if, if you figure, you cracked the code, baby, because that's what I went for. But I've been very vocal about that. Yeah. I used to sit in my room and just get, I never smoking no cigarettes. Just try to get that. I never drank much booze, you know, just try to, I loved Bond. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that, I, I guess if you were to go through, that is probably like, by, by then we're now into 82, 83 and I 
me and Eric and Derek and starting Legacy, yeah, which yeah. you know right. is Testament. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. that's by the and those are the things that I the element that I brought to. Yeah. So you know, if you listen to the old Legacy demo where you do hear me singing, <laughs> yeah. some of those songs, it's very. Yo, 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 pinchy, yo, 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 you know, very pinchy, yeah. like, you know, like that, so. But it, it is interesting with, 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 uh, we got to, we got to wrap it up. We, oh, yeah, uh, cool, cool. we got a, uh, yeah, sure. a, uh, a tsunami of metal fans that, uh, <laughs> the doors are opening oh, now. They figured out that I'm here? <laughs> and they, they are staring yeah. at you through the window <laughs> and, they uh, and they're uh, going to be opening the doors literally this second. Yeah. Um, man. It's a pleasure, it's as always. always. Anything for yeah. you, brother. You it's know that. I love great. you, man. I love that. It was great. Anything. It's great. I'm, I hope my story helped you out a little oh, bit. Oh, hell yeah. I love Absolutely. That Absolutely. Love cool. cool. Have a great right. show. And, yeah, I'm um, going to. And we'll see you here again soon. You will always see us here again. Come on. We don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> True. True. Thank you, man. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you.